Before we begin this excellent episode of See What Sticks, the Reverend Dr. MC Chuck T. Esquire would like to talk to you about his new album. I'm dropping it like it's hot. I call it the COVID-19, 19 signals, one minute long each, so you can burn through it like COVID does a nursing home. But you, you can get this for free if you turn into my YouTube channel. And now, I'd like to welcome you to See What Sticks. At See What Sticks, we just throw shit up against the wall and see what sticks. We got with us Bobby V, Taint, and Cyrano. And then, of course, Reverend Dr. MC Chuck T. Esquire, who recently dropped an album, COVID-19, which you can pick up on YouTube. <laughs> Sorry Sweet. about that. What's your Sorry YouTube about my self-promotion. I didn't know we were doing self-promo. Yeah, I didn't know about those self-promotions. You want to hear it? I mean, it's a completely original album. Of completely. Covers? It would have to a be. Completely genius. original album of covers. If I look all over the world and there's every type of girl, but your empty eyes seem to pass me by and leave me dancing with myself. Yo, yo, yo. See? Well, that's dropping it like it's hot. Yeah. Anyway, I believe you had to throw a what what in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So, I guess we need to get on to topics. I got my bitch please ready, but I think I uh, got got that in the chamber a little too early for our episodes. So I believe we should uh, start with. Uh, has anybody got anything super uh, pressing that you want to talk about? It's never pressing, right? <laughs> I've got something pretty heavy we can talk about. Let's start with funny. So, <laughs> <laughs> whatever Taint says, do the opposite. So, well, we'll go heavy next. Let's start with funny. While we were while we were waiting for Bobby V to roll up in the hood, we came up with an interesting topic just off the top of our heads, so to speak. What does your masturbation face look like? <laughs> Have you ever know. seen a Muppet dance? That's right. You've seen me masturbate. I've got a I've got a really good uh, poop face. Not the same as a masturbation face. I suppose they could well, be similar. I mean, but sometimes when you poop, it's good. This, this is going to be really good in a uh, in an audio medium. Yeah. You guys check this we'll out. We'll all right? describe it. <laughs> okay. It looks like he's pooping. Uh, I think it's a confused Trump. So normal. Oh, yeah, did, yeah. did you go? My face. That, was, that that may yeah. have been Fauci trying to backpedal on everything Trump said, though. You gotta um, clean this. That up. might be Fauci just listening to Trump. <laughs> I think my uh, my face is probably similar to my poop face. There, but you're both activities. You're trying like your well, you're trying to draw something out of yourself. You know, it's uh, it's a similar thing. Not necessarily draw. It's more like yank hard. It's like trying to start a chainsaw. Yank hard. I don't want to hurt it. Try it. It's always been good to me. I don't know why I would hurt it. Well, y'all don't hang weights from it. Who says? I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it doesn't get intense. But 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 hard. Have you seen the weird ass video of the guy that has some big pole tattooed as long, and then he like he's 
beaten on this other pole with it or something. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's a part of the internet that you all have never been to. I haven't, I haven't been that far. I saw a porn recently with a with a uh, dude who had a tattoo on his dick. Oh, his dick sucked. I, I thought that was I, that would be so hard to read. Like I'd never get to the end of the I, word. I, I feel like I feel like you could get to the end of the word. I never, I never did discern what it said. Do you remember the Mad you Magazine? Could you use gothic the... letters? Because that's probably that's probably part of it too. I hate it when tattoos I, with gothic letters and I you can't read it. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell if it was written like straight across or if the if it was like the letters were stacked or written around it. Like like a do candy you remember cane. Mad Magazine and they had the little folded picture <laughs> on the back page, and like it was one picture, and then when you fold it up, it, there's like a secret picture. Like that's what I would want. Like yeah. some phrase on there that, and then when it grows, it was like it was. So it was like two phrases, but it yeah, became it's one. like a secret message or something. My penis has always been a sacred <laughs> picture. Oh, secret, secret picture. My secret bad. picture. Your penis has always been a secret. <laughs> so again, like we're talking about hurting it. That's just not something I want to do to my penis. Stab it with a needle. Oh, repeatedly. Over, over, and over, and over. Injecting something into it? No thanks. Oh, but hey, when you hit that age, that's one of the ways they fix the little Jimmy not hanging. Like if you're trying to shoot shoot oh, yeah. with a rope, the, that's one the, of the ways they can do it. The, the the proprietress shot or whatever. Yeah. It's called. we got pills for that now. I'm good. Yeah, but if you got heart problems, you can't take the pills. And I heard the pills. Um, you know, like they're only effective a small percentage of the time. Mm. Well, it's just, just like my uh, penis. It's only effective a small percentage of the time. <laughs> I duct tape a popsicle stick to it and I'm good to go. <laughs> oh, and that's automatic protection. That's right. If you have a Haitian hooker. <laughs> I feel like that could cause splinters, though. To who? For both parties. Hmm. Nah. Not sure. Nah, it's usually fine. All right, finally sanded. <laughs> yeah, you get out the <laughs> 220 grit before you do that, you know. This wasn't the serious subject, was it? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, I've been, what I've been what hardcore contemplating my masturbation face for about 10 minutes now. Really? I, thought you were mas- I thought you were masturbating. I completely... No, I did that before Bobby came on. We talked about this. <laughs> oh, well, then why is my leg still wet? I didn't come on any. <laughs> For shame. That is why threesomes confuse me. So like if it's a dude, a girl, and a dude, there are some things that you could do where you may accidentally splash on each other. And I don't know if that's an instant fist fight or not. Well, from experience, like it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you've committed to sharing this with this other person, then that's just you know, collateral damage. Yeah, bodily bottle, fluids are going. I think go you got to have a safe word. Uh, full stop. I've done both versions. It's been a while, but I have. Now, oh, I thought full dog, stop was your safe word. I was like, yeah, that would full stop. If, if you're if you're both going raw dog, and one finishes on the inside first, are you going to go in there and finish on the inside? No, second? Mm-mm extra lubrication <laughs> you ever t- you ever um 
stumble across the old double penetration vid. That like a shocker. Wild. Uh, no, You're talking about double penetration with just just like a dick in the pussy and a dick in the in a dick I think, in the, I think butthole. I probably stum- about, like, stumbled across both. Maybe just the dick in the the butthole and the pussy, but I don't I don't know. I think I've seen people try to. I've seen I've seen I've seen multiple dicks in a vagina, and I've seen multiple dicks in a butthole. Already, and I've seen already feel inadequate. I wouldn't want to, you know. <laughs> but I'm just. But when you're doing multiple dicks in the same hole. You're touching dicks. Yeah, that's so, gay. Yeah. <laughs> we're both fucking this pussy, but obviously we're, I don't know. I don't know. I've always thought that, like, I, I just, what could be more manly than gay sex, actually? You know, it's like two dudes fucking each other. People are like, well, oh, queers. But it's pretty manly, really. It's like the, uh, Ron White <laughs> says that every every guy's a little bit gay, because if you watch porn, you don't want to see some little, little teeny little dick. You want to see this powerful man meat. Yeah, it's like when it. What? Who posted something the other day? Was it Taint? About no, I don't know. When when the uh, or it wasn't posted like through our group thread. Like if if the if the porn star's dick is is smaller than yours, you make fun of him. I don't know. I mean, yeah, you just you know, there's there's a reason they call them porn stars. I I know enough about filming angles and stuff like that that like I know there's a little bit of fakery in there. For the porn yes. dick, yeah, but like when they can't fit it in their mouth, you're like, it's probably pretty big. <laughs> Do you ever stumbled across the guy sucking his own dick? That used to fly around. Uh, so I'm not saying I used Napster um, to download songs or anything like that, but every now and then people would mislabel stuff in Napster, mm-hmm. and you download stuff. And yeah, I got that video one time, thinking that it was going to be a TV show. It was. I grew up with a, a buddy of mine who could lick his own dick. That's awesome. He couldn't full on like suck it, but he could he could definitely He wasn't trying hard enough then. So uh I guess we're going by our standard, we'll flip to something serious. So uh Taint, you said you had something in on the burner. Well it should bring up a couple of issues. Um I was reading this article. There's Clearview AI. And there is Planeteer, and it's Planet IR is how it's spelled. So Clearview AI is this company that's involved in facial recognition. And they have a database of billions of pictures that they've scrubbed. Sarah knows frozen up. No, he's not. That they have scrubbed from um, everywhere on the internet as in like you guys are probably on it from social media from other people that have tagged shit and it's getting so fucking advanced and they're so secretive about their clients and like they'll say oh we don't do this and we don't do that and basically it's it will get to the point like they've talked about making it available for everyone where you could just see somebody walking down the street and find out basically everything about them if you were a user of this and then planeteer is the company that is there there it's essentially it's contact tracing and it's already been going on like people are like oh you know we should do contract tracing for all this uh disease shit but they know that like they can't and these smart algorithms they can just look for patterns 
in what people do. And, you know, you can put in some data and you'd be like, Oh, I know that, uh, that Bobby's went and bought heroin today. And it, just from your location and who you've been near and different stuff like that. And it's fucking wild. That's public knowledge though. But anyway, go ahead. It, yeah. But it, but it, it's getting to be so invasive and your your expectation of privacy is nil uh, now completely, and the there invasive like an anal mm-hmm. probe. Um, the there are like Chicago or maybe Illinois. I don't remember if it's the city or the whole state does have a biometric privacy law. Texas may, but all the technology is. Pro- progressing so much faster than any type of being able to keep up with it, regulate it. And that's the problem is the technology is moving way faster than the bureaucracy. Cause the only time the bureaucracy moves fast is to, for corporate bailouts. Yes. Um, what the thing that really kind of came up to me about it was I went searching basically for this article, like, I was on a forum of sorts, saw a headline, went to went into a post, selected a link, pulled up an article. Where who's going to tell us about this shit? No one. Yeah. We're so fucked. We're completely fucked. The uh, few years ago, Dennis Miller wrote a book called The Rants. And one of the things that he went off about was stuff like this. And when I say a few years ago, I mean like 99. Like I remember listening to it when I was in college. Uh, and that's one of... Hold on. You're, when you were 40 in college? When you went yeah, back? yeah. The, the third time when I went to the seminary. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So um, not, not when I went for the doctorate for the right. seminary. So uh, the thing he brought up and he brought up uh, was that, you know, we've hit the point where it's not big brother you need to worry about as much as little brother. And he was talking about the surveillance state and stuff like that. But this is part of it. It's not that it's somebody that goes, ooh, how can I monetize this idea of facial recognition in such a way that, you know, I, and just by moving ahead of the government. And then, you you know, I, I would put money on it that um, the developers of this either were former NSA or former uh, Israeli. Uh, one of the guys co-founded PayPal. But like, you know, the Waze app, that's by a guy from um, I forgot what what section it is, but it's it's the Israeli NSA. He's the guy that developed that app uh, using information that he learned while he was working this intelligence stuff like that. Which means they were already doing it. He just found a way to monetize it when he got out of the service. Well, isn't the bigger issue that the people in the government outside of the bureaucracy who are supposed to regulate these things either A, don't want to, or B, are incapable to of because they don't understand or, it? I mean, when they had or a, should, 
shills to the corporations anyway. Well, yeah, but when they had Facebook, you know, the Facebook CEO up, I mean, <laughs> it was it was embarrassing the questions they ask, and like that guy's a a prick anyway. But like they'd ask him stuff, and he would like look around like. Did you really just ask me that? Like how he's like how he's like Senator. On? We run ads. Yeah, like that's how that. What do you what do you do? Yeah, like it, it's it's embarrassing, and some of it is totally a generational thing. Like we have people who are older than my father who are in Congress who are trying to understand, like you know, facial recognition software and ways, you know, and like. <laughs> I mean, like I try. I helped a who I someone who I believe is an octogenarian uh, figure out Zoom while on the phone the other day, and that's just, just fucking like figuring out hieroglyphics if you're an octogenarian. But that's the thing is, it's not just you know, like it's not just this crazy facial recognition software, but it's like everything that is designed to whether it's Big Brother or Little Brother, but designed to keep track of you you know, like your buying habits. I mean, you know, I buy, I buy something online and I'm just bombarded with ads for those products. Um, or I visit a website one time and then it's showing up in all my different Target, products. Target and, got sued for that. Well, I mean, you know, Kroger does it, you know, I mean, and Kroger's been, I mean, that's what they do with their fucking, with uh, the car, you know, like your phone number, yeah. or your Kroger plus card. And and it's it's not just them, but they were like they were ahead of the curve. Do it, yeah. And then, um, but any any website you visit says it's got cookies, you know, and the cookies are not edible. Yeah, that totally pissed me off when I realized that they weren't like going to send me cookies. (laughs) Like what chocolate chips? Well, but that's what you know. Our information is the most valuable thing we possess now personal information like you said our buying habits but none of us should be shocked about this i mean you know doc, i'm not doctor, i'm not shocked well dr mc was... chuck t you know he's read comic books his entire life and you know comic books have been preaching this for decades you know and science fiction which is not really my bag i've been preaching this for decades uh, oh yeah the terminator movie you know one of the most ground-shaking things about the terminator movie was it took some of that you know like technology is going to take us over concept and mm-hmm. it mainstreamed it you know um for a whole generation of people now we missed the plus point. it was cool yeah plus it was cool we missed the point though you know we, we thought oh this is cool you know? but <laughs> that's what's happened you know well we're, we're the product now too oh yeah like that well, that data that's the product we're yeah the but product. i would say we're more of a, a diminishing commodity uh and that's just because the the you mean us as yeah, people yes because um one we're all middle class and that's that gap is growing ever larger mm-hmm. and then uh the other thing is the we aren't supported for our health we aren't supported for our uh, financially job wise we aren't we aren't as a group we aren't looked after or not even looked after what's the word i'm looking for we aren't um, we aren't considered a valuable part of the society. We're just there. And well, and I think um, right now, um, you know, or in this dealing with this, uh, you know, what we've dealt with, um, you know, recently, the global pandemic, um, you know, like it's only going to it's only going to do more to move towards automation, you know. 
because I don't know. I mean, you could end up with 30, 40 or more percent of the population, at least in, in this country, um, unemployed. And what if they figure out, you know, we really don't need these people, you know, or we don't need so many of them to top right. I mean, they've, you know, it's been going on for a long time, but, you know, it could speed things up or move, you know, especially with everybody, all these different people working from home. So, you know, you have fewer people, you don't need these massive skyscrapers and all these things to, to, to house your staff. I mean, you know, it's just going to streamline things. And, um, you know, and like you said, Doc, the, um, the middle class, I mean, you know, that's who's losing jobs are the people, the lower class, you know, or working class, people that don't have advanced degrees, people that don't have specialized careers where they can go and, you know, work from home. You know, if, if you, if you're a, a doctor, a lawyer, a, um, you know, an astrophysicist, you know, a realtor, you know, a lot, all these people that can do things with a computer, um, a banker, whatever, you know, you don't have to necessarily go into an office. You don't have to have a physical place to go to. But if you are a machinist or a mechanic or, um, you know, somebody who does manual labor, I mean, those are the kind of people that are getting laid off. And it's, you know, not to say there's no white collar people getting laid off, but it's, you know, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's tough. And I think that if they can find a way to thin it out and still be productive, that's what they're going to do. I think it's like the, <laughs> I was getting ready to go off on a tangent. Do you want to go? I, I'm I was gonna go off on a talk tangent about, too because I, I was gonna go to the bank bailouts. Where were you gonna go? I was gonna go to the threat <laughs> to privacy and then tie that into some of our like most recent pop cultural things. Um, you know, at some point, sort of referencing what Bobby was saying and you were saying also, like if we have all this information on people, when do we start anticipating problems? Um, you know, I know famously there was one of the MCU movies where they designed an entire system to eliminate, you know, problems before they started. And there have been multiple movies where it's like, we know based on the information about this person that they're going to potentially be a threat at some point. Um, and I think that is what we're looking at. You know, we already have profiling of people. That's, that's something that people do. You know, there are people who this is the profile of a criminal. You know, like we know like, the serial killers are like are white males between the age of what? We know all 30. criminals are. We know we just saw it in the news. All criminals are black. That is true. They're all dealing drugs. That is true. And they all should be shot by they're white all, people. They're all resisting arrest. Yeah, but it's like we're using, and, and this is not atypical. I think of America or places. Are our listeners smart enough to realize we were being sarcastic? I was being sarcastic there. Mm. Our listeners basically consist of us, so probably not. <laughs> oh, shit. Three out of four of us aren't going to get that. Yeah. Somebody, ex- somebody explain that to me later when I don't understand <laughs> what I was saying. But I think along with the danger <laughs> of the application of the technology, there's the, the, the loss of the potential application. If we put this to, like, good, you know, if we were able to use the information about people to provide them with, you know, I don't know, a better vision for their life like you know this is what you're probably going to be good at you know these are your potential health issues but we don't apply that to things it's like i always say there's no money in helping people there's only money really in and i think people i think people would like if you walked up to me and said unfortunately i'm this way you walked up to me and said hey 10 years ago you need to start dropping weight you need to um well, and this did happen. 
Uh, you need to drop weight. You need to uh, start watching your diet a little bit. You need to eat a little better, blah, 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 and, and do all that. Or you'll get diabetes. I mean, and we're seeing that right now. Literally, people were waving guns at a state capitol because they, someone said, you know, we'd really like you to wear a mask. Just, just wear a mask. I'm not saying you have to wear a mask. But it'd be really helpful if you wore a mask. You might save someone's life. My body, my choice. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the hypocrisy in this is crazy. Um, oh my gosh. I, but yeah. I'm, but that's it's going to get into my bitch, please. Yeah, we'll that's talk a about rabbit that hole. We don't want to fall so, into. But this whole American idea of we don't take you know nobody tells us we're you know we're like the Boston Patriots who you know, threw the tea overboard, rah, 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 rah. No, we're not. We're the biggest pile of sheep dip ever. I'm going to shoot the governor. <laughs> like, why, oh. why are you at a thing with a, with a gun? I mean, the only reason that I can think of really is that ain't nobody going to shut down your protest. Uh, my thought was they were going to try to shoot the COVID out of the air if it came near them. Because, you know, that's the only logical choice I saw. I and I, I, you know me, I'm a gun owner. I'm like, yeah, you want to carry a gun, carry a gun. I'm a gun owner, you know? too. <laughs> I, I think the gun it's thing is just, it's one. Of, it's supposed to be symbolic of the loss of rights and how, you know, their rights are limited, but they have their gun and you can pry from their cold, dead hands and you can pry their right to get a fucking haircut from their cold, dead follicles. It's ridiculous. Well, it's, it's absurd. But it's like... There's that picture of that guy in one of the protests. He's got his hand on his hip, on his gun, and the police officer is staying there, both hands out, both without a weapon, just saying, hey, calm down. Yeah. You know, I'm not a, a huge gun culture person, but the way that our rights have been infringed on increasingly in the past, I don't know, several decades, and, and it's accelerating quickly and quickly, like you know uh, they, at some time at some point there's gonna have to be the torches and the the pitchforks and shit it's that i don't see how it ends any other way see what i think is funny is uh, that the rights infringing and stuff that you're talking about that's all coming from the people it's, it's all coming from the right right now and it has been for 20 years it's it's gonna be like handmaid's tale <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be uh apocalyptic i don't know i mean it's that, but that's but that's why you know the, the second amendment you know we've talked about this before i think but you know it's not the right to bear arms it's it's the right to assemble right you know like uh i don't know to to overthrow the government if if it was getting too much power um so which it know. is. I don't know. Which, if, yeah. Right. I, I was mean, gonna say, is this the time to do that? We, like, we missed but, that boat but, in the seventeen nineties. But, but what's <laughs> but what's fucked up about it is these people that are so far fundamental on the right wing. I mean, they're the ones that you know they're so blind to it. You know, like you said, Doc, the 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 hypocrisy. They're contributing to the problem. You know, they're 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 believing this you know, whatever you want to call them. I hesitate to use the word leader, but like, they're, they're just, um, you know, like it's just, it's just, 
I, I, I just don't get it. Like, and he can do absolutely no wrong. Like everything that he does, every misstep becomes like just, it, it just makes him more powerful. He's like Obi Wan Kenobi. Well, I, I think yeah. To get without the coolness, to get back to the, the original point, it's a violation of our privacy. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. There was an original point. <laughs> there was. There was. Uh, okay. <laughs> where, where were we? Uh, we were invasion of privacy is what it really boils down to. Um, I think uh, that there is a reasonable expectation of anonymity. You know, for me, like I should I should be able to walk down the street, and if I don't want you to know who I am. You know, fuck you. You know, if I want to mean mug you and walk down the street, and that's nice sometimes, you know. Uh, I don't always throw in headphones when I go in the store, but sometimes I do because I don't want to talk to anybody, you know. Like, I'm just wanting to grab bread, you know. Like, I might give you a head nod or smile at you, you know. What's up? But, you know, I'm not feeling it right now. So leave me the fuck alone, you know. Um, but I think and I'm the I'm the other extreme. I'm the person who walks in and I say hi to everybody. <laughs> Your shirt usually says hi to everybody. Yeah. But I think getting back to what Dr. MC Chuck T. Esquire uh, said, I think that you know we are being manipulated into concentrating on the loss of rights that are important but are not really the most important rights, you know, like I I think that we're being deprived of our rights, our more fundamental rights, which are like our right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And that those rights are really being constrained more so than any right whatsoever. Um, And it's being done so through, you know, legal means, deregulation, bailouts to corporations, bank bailouts, you know, bank bailouts, bank bailouts drive me insane. Here's why. Absolutely. Because it's not capitalism. Well, it's not even it's not even the capitalism idea. It's that we don't have money for this. We don't have money for that. We don't have money for this. We don't have money for that. Oh, the banks need bailout. We've got four trillion dollars. We can drop right now. But where the fuck we'll did get, that come? We'll give everybody ten percent of it, and it, and they'll shut up and they'll be like, "I got my twelve hundred dollars." Yeah, which which Thanks, that's God. terrifying because that means that most households went twelve hundred dollars. Holy shit! This is huge. Yeah. When that's right. a car, you know, not even a house payment well, I, or a nice car payment. You know. I don't know if I've heard this story, but one of the, I, there's a conservative person who I love dearly who their point was there are people who are making more on unemployment than they did when they had a job. Are you okay with that? And I said, yes. The problem isn't that they're making more. It's the problem that they had a shitty job where they didn't make $600 a week. So if they have a little <laughs> extra money, right now to be a little comfortable whereas they were probably struggling to put food on the table i'm good with that why aren't you (laughs) if your job if your job has an appreciation day you are obviously not paid enough because we feel like we have to have an appreciation day so you won't fucking walk but you're absolutely you're good with an appreciation week though that's fine right no yeah yeah but i i got annoyed because this discussion because somebody walked in your yard well that too (laughs) but this discussion isn't happening you know in most places like you can watch the news whatever random news you want all day and we're not going to have this discussion we're going to talk about if the president's awesome or if he's stupid well it's gonna it shows up in in fringe areas like you know it shouldn't i'm surprised this isn't isn't like a five episode 
series on Rogan. <laughs> you know? And well, he, he, he talks about this stuff a lot. Yeah, but, but he's still considered fringe. You know, podcasts are still fringe. Um, our audience of four listens to us religiously. We see them, you know, really send the upticks on our, uh, our, our little analytics, which I thought analytics were something completely different. I thought it fit in more with the conversation we were having earlier yeah. about porn. But no, analytics is about numbers. <laughs> I thought I thought it was like analytics. You know, well, I thought yeah, you you know, I thought it was a new name for ram job. But don't you think that there's a certain level at which we are all us, especially us four, we're all comfortable enough that we really don't worry about this shit. You know what I mean? Like we t- we talk about this tonight. And I then- fucking worry about all this shit every day. I won't, man. Tomorrow, my job will start again, and I'll be back in that. And then soccer will start again at some point, and it won't be my focus, you know? You weren't supposed to tell people you're a professional soccer player. My apologies. Yeah. I, mean, I worry. I worry about stuff all the time, but, I mean, I just, I'm a worrier. But in terms of, like, you know, I'm more yeah. worried about me than I am about everything else, you know? Like, I'm more, you know, it's like, I got to do what I got to do to exactly. my family, you know? Like, like I gotta make sure I gotta I gotta make sure I have a job. Yeah, but sure that, I but and you know, and I do, but I think about my children and what what's gonna be the world when they're you know our age when they're in their eighties. But I think that, like I said, we we are all fairly comfortable, so we don't worry as much as other people do. You know, like who are like where where's my food coming from? You know, there's electricity. Our worries are more like are my kids happy? What can I do to help them, you know, be happy? What can I do to, to make sure that they carry on whatever generational wealth we can provide them and build up the wealth? You know, like we're actually focused not, on that. I'm actually not trying to provide generational wealth. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> them kids. Well, all the, um, well, I read this thing called the, Die Broke because the estate taxes are getting so out of control and blah, 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 blah. And but the they're amount of money not. The estate taxes are not out of control. That's another. It was written. It was written by a Republican. Of course, it was. So, um, and by the way, the state tax is a thing. All that's post tax money. And by the way, it's called the death tax because <laughs> Republicans are better at naming shit than Democrats. Let's be honest; like they they're are. better yeah. at a lot of shit. Really, they really are. But they have not called him Bitch McConnell yet. I mean, really, Moscow Mitch is good though. Yeah, I'm a big that's fan. I'm a big fan of the alliteration there. But all the the I don't know, just the big brother stuff or the, you know, like facial recognition, whatever it is, like everybody watching you all the time. Like, I mean, I, I just can't think about it yeah. all the time. Like, it's not that it doesn't right. bother me. It's not that it doesn't, not that I don't worry I'm about so, it, but I mean, I can only see, control For a long time, I used a VPN. And in fact, you can purchase uh, a month long membership on a VPN, the Reverend Dr. MC Chuck T Esquire VPN, where it's a virtual <laughs> private network that uh, you can run all your data through and no one, no one will ever know. It's even blind to me. And I will say I this. Good. I might like that. I will say this, like, uh, people are like, uh, oh, you have Alexa in your house. She listens to you. And I don't give a fuck. I'm not saying anything that cool, you know? Like, what am I saying? Alexa, start a timer. <laughs> like, you know, like, what am I saying? Yeah. This that, and yeah, but it's, but you're, it's listening to you right now. I know, I know. Like you're, but I'm still and, not saying anything and, that cool, you know? Well, you've been flagged by the federal government now. Cool. Yeah. Well, but but I mean, think about it. 
the the with the Snowden papers and stuff that came out, like literally, if you're carrying a cell phone, they're tracking you. Period. Yeah. yeah. All I know is I like you guys, and it will be an honor to be buried in the mass grave near you guys. As long as none of your dicks are touching me, we're good. Yeah, no dicks touching, but I, I'd be I'd be honored to be buried in the same mass grave as you guys. You just were talking about dicks touching, and you said, "Hey, it's just collateral damage." Yeah, but that was under that was under that was, that yeah, was, that was under serious. different different pretenses, though. You know, it was a completely yeah. different. Oh, this is different. This, yeah. this is this is different. Yeah. I just this, so is, like, this, is, this, is, this is like political prisoner. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So this if you're stri- stripped naked and walked into the shower, that was air quotes shower. Um, <laughs> air quotes pop on a podcast. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we saw them. Then, yeah. What if your dicks are touching then? Because, I mean, they pack it tight. It'll, it will eventually rot away. So it'll only be gay for a little while. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just got something lighthearted. <laughs> I um that doesn't look lighthearted with that scowl you just put on your face, Bobby. For the um yeah. about to cut another wrestling promo. <laughs> I've got something. It's not. I wouldn't. It's not necessarily lighthearted, but it. But it's not. It's not a. It's not like. It's a total shift. That's for sure. Well, and um, and honestly, like this is shit that rolls around in my brain all the time. My uh, Penelope and I had a conversation the other night where like, you know, like I feel the weight of the world all the time talking to her. And I was like, this stuff and this stuff. She, she's like, I don't think about any of that shit ever. She's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> no, I, I get it. Like, I I, I, no, I totally get that. Like the just feeling that like the, the weight of the world, you know, like it's all on you. Um, but but when it comes to like all the world's problems, you know, like I just, you know, it's, it, I can't, you know, I just can't let my brain go there because it's going so many other places, but it's mostly just worried about like, you know, just all the other things going on in my head. Trying like, to get laid. Like just do it. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's pretty much the only thing going on in my head. <laughs> I go back and forth. I say all the other two, things. Like, you know, invasion of privacy, overreach of the federal government and trying to get some snatch one of the other but um no but it's yeah but like you just got to take a deep breath and and i get it having kids it's scary like i i want to have the best world for my kids you know but all i can do is like i don't want to insulate them you know i don't want them to not know that these things go on but i want to try to just provide them you know with the best possible life i can provide them you know and get you know like education just opportunities for success you know and if they have those then, you know, all I know is I've given them the tools and ultimately like the world's going to be what it's going to be. Hopefully they can be the, you know, the part of the movement to change. And I don't know, but it's the progression, like the, you know, we're talking about with technology and just, I mean, just all you really need now is somebody's name. You have somebody's name, you can find out all kinds of information about them. So, I mean, the fact that you see them on the street is like, you know, like, it, that just it's taking it to another level well well but, and know, the the contact tracing I stuff, taint me. <laughs> you know the contact tracing like where somebody can just without knowing anything about me or even what i look like or anything they can just type some shit in and be like well this motherfucker went to the grocery store and he stopped by this place real talk <clears throat> we were driving to yeah. uh, i don't know where we were driving to maybe orlando and this dude cut us off in the expressway in, in georgia 
my son's girlfriend took her phone out, looked at his license plate, found him on Instagram. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> Hell so yes. That wow. is how small the world is at this point. So, yeah, yeah, I get it. I feel like I should break oh, into a freestyle. Give me a beat. <laughs> we all know that people are the same wherever you go. Yo, there's good and bad. We lost you you lose your everyone. Yeah. We learn to live. Yeah, we learn to give each other what we need to now survive. Just, re- just remember, just remember if you want to hear more of this, you go to you go to Chuck's YouTube page and Reverend Dr. Chuck T. Esquire. That was a completely original YouTube.com. completely original freestyle off the top of my head. It was excellent. I love the team right. with the uh, strip club beat there too. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm more into the uh, it, pour some sugar on me strip clubs. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've never ever um, been to a strip club in all my eighty two years. Are you Dead serious? serious. We can't. My, wow. I mean, my twin brother went to one. He told me about it. We can't take him now. He'd stroke out. He's too old. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and then. Uh, where do we live? Where are we today? Nash Vegas. They, they don't even. They don't even. They got to work. They got to work. Chuck on us. Chuck. He did. They used to show titties, and at one point, they even showed snatch. Chuck is back. Oh my gosh! I, what I, is I, wrong with this? It's AT and T. Fuck them. I'm just. I'm just not. I'm not down with the censorship. See, I've, I've, I've never been, and I'm not a window shopper either. If I want something, I want to go in, I want to try it on, I want to see if it fits, and then I want to roll. You're more into hookers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, you know that if you give, you're going to get. Yeah. That's a good, it's a win-win. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why I got married, right? No. Cause no, because it's a win-win. <laughs> oh, okay. Win-win. Win-win. Win-win the fuck are we going to do it again? <laughs> I won't ask it. This gets depressing. Not Joan would literally <laughs> snap any of us in half at any moment, and we'd be all the better for it. it. Uh, you would you wouldn't be able so, to walk for a week. You got a bad back. <laughs> I got a bad oh, back. Dude, dude bad you'd bad look back. like a pretzel. You'd hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, subject change. So so this is uh like just random. I just I've written this down like before like several shows ago we never really talked about it but weight loss Mm. weight loss what's the deal with weight loss (laughs) what's the deal deal with weight loss (laughs) well well you know like so many people i think so many people just don't understand nutrition at all it's like i'm gonna eat a salad but my salad has you know like ground beef and egg and bacon and are you hating on my salad why are we fucking attacking me (laughs) That is the salad I like. It's got ham, I'm not, bacon bits, ranch dressing, and cheese on it. I, mine I don't is ranch. People who eat salad without that shit it's on delicious. it. Delicious. Mine is ranch soup with <laughs> an iceberg sprinklings lettuce, right? of lettuce in it, and egg and bacon. I have been to a restaurant with Dr. Chuck T, and he literally says, "You cannot bring enough ranch dressing," and he ain't kidding. Just bring him a I mean, bag. Not of ranch like they'll bring two or three, and awesome. he'll be like, uh, "Can I get a?" Well, see, and Carolyn, my wife, you know, she's the total opposite. She, uh, she, she uses like 
the tiniest amount of dressing, like she dips her fork in there. Oh, you know, just a little bit. She's like, she's like, how could anybody use two of these? Because they'll bring two to start, and and it's like this. It's like, are you uh, married to a you know, fucking alien? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't trust her. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Doctor Chuck T drink his salad. This is a real deal. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but my point is, my point is, but the thing is, you know what you're doing. You know, you know that eating a vat of ranch dressing is probably not going to help with weight loss, right? Did you know that, Chuck? I don't know what you're saying to me right now. <laughs> you're, you're doing right, so. What are the words coming out of your mouth? That was the worst Chris Tucker impersonation I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> that was pretty bad. <clears throat> but, you know, like, and, and the thing is, I don't, I don't hate on what people, like, I love. Did you just say I don't hate on white people? people. <laughs> I do hate on white people. I hate white people. But white but, people um, are the it's fucking tough. devil. It's, it's a lot of self. A lot of bad stuff has on. happened at, at the hands of white people. Or like at the behest. Pretty much at the behest of, of white folk. Yep. Think like yeah, pretty much like, like if if you just eliminated um, almost everything bad planet, that's ever happened can be traced back to white people. That's true. Yeah, just, well, just certain white almost, people. There are a couple of good ones. There's a few redeeming white people. So. There's um, Space Ghost. He was a good white person. Captain <laughs> <Space Ghost. laughs> Planet, was he white? He was blue. I was thinking Captain Planet, but no, he's not. He's not white. I he's don't think blue. he has any kind of, any kind of race. Pic- real. Jean-Luc Picard, that's a good white person. He's French. He doesn't count. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. True. Speaking of which, think that through. Captain. They made, in Star Trek, they made a French captain like this great person when all we know that the French do is go, ooh, ooh, cheese, ooh, wine, ooh, surrender. Un petit fromage. We greet. So to Bobby D's point, I think that it is a lack of willpower more so than ignorance. Although I think it is some ignorance. of. of I think, I think, it, I think it's, it goes deeper than willpower because I think uh, especially well, like sugar. meal power well sugar has um addictive. addictive properties i mean like as much as d- certain drugs and 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 they sneak yes. it in they sneak it in everything, everything. Pour and some I sugar have, on me like things that shouldn't I've have been sugar super have sugar. skinny and pretty fluffy both as an adult and i'll tell you what being skinny you might look good but it fucking sucks <laughs> i will say like i well, have lost I, a bunch of weight and like, I get sick a lot less, the less I weigh. Yeah. Like I used to get really sick a couple of times a year and now I really don't. And I can only attribute that to being like, just in better overall, you know, like I when think I, that's little. Well, when I was still, about 20 pounds lighter, it was the same way. Yeah. Well, Chuck was, yeah, Chuck was talking about, um, you know, type two diabetes. Like that's almost a hundred percent preventable or at least manageable. Once you get it, if you just do the I would right go, thing, I would go with manageable because one of the like my doctor, like I was totally like I'm just this fat fucker, blah 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 blah, and just just really just having a day with it. And she said, "You need to really look look and look at your family history because both grandparents on both sides had it. Your dad has it. Your mom has it. Your sister has it. You have it. Your twin brother is on the verge of getting it." So she's like, you didn't really have a choice. It was going to happen. The choice you had was when was it going to happen? 
and it, you know, and, and she's like, you know, you held it off as long as you could with the lifestyle you were living and wanted to live. And I was like, okay, I feel slightly less shitty, but, um, <laughs> the, but yeah, so like, no, I mean, you made it into your seventies. Yeah. So it was, you know, it was there, there is a predisposition genetically for people. Absolutely. And look and at certain families too. And because I think a lot of it has to do with, with your propensity to become addicted to substances and stuff. Cause you've seen those families. You're like mom weighs three fifty, dad weighs 400. And you look at the kids are even young. I mean, Oh yeah. I used to work with a girl who she's got like a, you know, third grader who's like a moose. Yeah. But to Chuck's point about, um, you know, being, it being genetic, I mean, cause it's like a lot of times you see people that, that become, they get diagnosed with type two diabetes and they're not like a whale, you know, mm-hmm. it's not the 350 pound person that has diabetes. All I mean, those people often do as well, but you know what I'm saying? So you're not morbidly obese and get it's, but the point is, you know, when you do have it, it's kind of up to you, you know, to have, as far as how you manage it and living with it and having, you know, a healthy life and, you know, just kind of, you can deal with it one of two ways. You can deal with it by actually dealing with it, or you can just choose to ignore it. And eventually you're, What's gonna fall? You ever see my six hundred pound life? You see my six hundred pound life? <laughs> what do you say about my six hundred pound life? <laughs> there's there's that one uh, that I had stumbled on it recently, and it was like two sisters or something, and the the hopelessness involved. You know that if it was a matter of like, well, I'll just eat salad and I'll be fine. But it's not. It 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 goes uh it goes like crazy. Um I don't know, it's deep, you know, like you know you're gonna die, but you go order three double cheeseburgers and two orders of fries for lunch. Well and and food in and of itself is addicting. You okay. know it, it's, a, it's the easiest way to suit out to soothe yourself if i knew i was gonna die or, well i know i'm gonna die eventually but if i knew i was gonna die it was imminent like very near future yeah i'm, I'm just gonna eat whatever i want anyway but but you know like i mean i love everything there is that's horrible for you pretty much i mean anything fried mm-hmm. greasy you know like i still love those things i just i do have a history of heart disease in my family you know i'd um grandfather died of a massive both of my grandfathers died of massive heart attacks um my dad has afib my uncle has afib another uncle had quadruple bypass surgery um so like i know that these things um you know are in my family's history and um you know like i don't eat like i don't cut out sugar completely out of my diet like i I don't really diet you know but i do try to pay attention to what I eat, you know, at least be aware. And, um, but I think, you know, the whole point of the saying about weight loss, it's, it's like, you have to commit to it and you have to commit to it long-term and it has to be a lifestyle. It can't be like, you know, I'm going to do this crash diet. I'm gonna lose 40 pounds in three weeks. And then, 
you know, three months later, you're back to your regular, you know, fighting weight. Now you're back to your normal weight. Cause it, cause that's what your body wants to do. Your body's comfortable at a certain weight, you know, but it doesn't mean you're healthy at that weight. And so you, I don't know, like it's been a struggle for me my whole life. Like I've never been skinny. I've never been really, really fat either, but, but you know, there's people that piss you off because you see and like they can eat whatever they want they never they never gain those they, people or they're those guys that are just like naturally ripped you know they just like they don't lift weights and they've got like six packs and their deltoids are popping they're like what the fuck but um you know i've never been one of those people and so like if i want to be thin or sl- whatever if i want to felt i want to look sexy svelte yeah if i want to get lean it, it it requires a lot of effort and a lot of work um you know, and, and I'm not, I'm also, you know, like I accept the fact that I, I, I want to eat certain things. And I want to live, you know, I want to be healthy, but I'm also, you know, I'm not going to deprive myself either. So, you know, but, but I think uh, there has to be a balance, you know, and, and um, there's some people that either just don't care or, um, or just don't know, you know, like to Cyrano's point, it's either, you know, ignorance or it's uh, just, just a, a lack of self-control um so either way you know like you can't really blame anybody else for your ignorance you can't blame anybody else for your lack of self-control um but that's that's what i don't have a whole lot of i don't know i'm I'm not saying that i'm i'm heartless and if you're fat like you're you know but but if you're really really fat you do have an option you you do have you know like and it's a maybe a really really long and tough road to get there and and you may never end up being, you know, like you may never have six pack abs, but but you could get to a point where your body's healthy if you commit to it. And it may take two years, it may take three years, you know, but if you commit to it long term and you do the right things, you'll get there. Here I am preaching. Yeah, you are. Card. I am uh, <clears throat> a lot. Uh, I don't know what I was going to say. I started uh, and it just went. Well said, though. Yeah. Bravo. That was Bravo. Good pretty yeah, much for sure. Yeah. Pretty much you're all turning into me very slowly, it sounds like. So uh uh so we've talked about health, we talked about <clears throat> privacy, uh we segued talked about masturbation facing. Yeah, mm-hmm. we segued into some funny. Um <laughs> I've had to switch rooms to get closer to my router. <laughs> and apparently turn off the lights. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's the lights were already off, and you know, far be it from you to turn on the lights. So, yeah, yeah. Well, that's all right. We don't need to. See oh, I know what I was going to say. I'm definitely against the um, <clears throat> vamp- the like criminalization of um, like fat shaming. It's like you know the the whole like fat acceptance movement or whatever, but because I feel like you're you're normalizing something that should not be normalized, which it is normal, but like you should, people should understand like you are less healthy. You don't look as good. I'm sorry, but you probably don't. You are, (laughs) you are, you're just, if you're not taking care of yourself, that's not to be celebrated. Well, and the thing is, I'm not a fat shamer. Like I think like you need to be healthy and, and whatever, you know, like there's, you can be healthy and be, you know, or, or appear to be quote unquote overweight, like the, the, the image, you know, like the supermodel, like heroin addict image, like that's kind of a passe thing now. Like, I mean, 
think we're past that. We've moved and I'm on. Not, I'm not, I'm uh, not saying the shaming is good um, because I, I don't know, think I anybody should really be shamed. Shame is kind of a silly, pointless thing to do to people. But oh, to, I can, I can think of several people in Washington who shame should be their middle name. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different story. Real humans. We're talking about real. Oh, people. my bad. Yeah, not the lizard people. <laughs> right, but, but no, like I think that if if um, yeah, like I mean, you know, it's not going to do them any good to say, hey, look at you, you fat piece right. of shit. What's wrong with you? Like, obviously, that's not going to probably help motivate them and get them. But and and I am, you know, like I, I'm a pretty sensitive guy. And I'm compassionate, and I, you know, I, I understand that it's, it is really hard. You get to a certain point, and it just it's it's hard. That's their crutch. That's their whatever. Like it's their drug. Like you said. Uh, Reverend Dr. MC Chuck T. Esquire. Um, it's, you know, food is addictive. And, and so like that, however, you know, people cope, some people use alcohol, some people use heroin like me and others, um, you know, eat. And, and I think, um, you know, so the point is you have to, as Sarah was saying, you have to have that self-control, you know, like it's, I feel like it's the, the coping is, I, I think there is a major dissatisfaction with modern life for just general in general. And so like people have pressures and bullshit to deal with that people a hundred years ago, 200 years ago didn't. And I think it's getting to people. So, um, total sidetrack on but same family but not on the same you know thing you just said taint the have y'all seen the geno plate ads they keep popping up on my facebook and now that i've said that out loud to you they'll pop up on yours excellent <laughs> but it's about it's it you so you can do like if you've done 23 and me or the other uh Ancestry. things yeah where they're tracking you through the government um you can submit that to them or or they or they'll run it for you and then they tell you uh based on your genetics and your backgrounds and stuff like that what types of foods you should eat which i've contemplated on that because one of the interesting things that i've been reading about the fad diets like you have the paleo diet you have the keto diet you have um, the like the Weight Watcher style diet, calorie counting, things like that. That they uh, ha they don't work for everybody. Yeah, but that shouldn't be surprising. I mean, we all had different right. biochemistries, you know. So 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 this company has said since they don't work for everybody, we we can give you a a plan based on your genetics. Which I think is interesting, but I don't want the government to have my genome. It's probably smart. You know, um, Penelope and I both did the uh, keto diet at one time, and I shed a bunch of weight at first, and, and I was down to, like, being very specific, and I just quit losing weight on it. Mm -hmm. I did, too. I plateaued after that initial. Yeah, but I, I think did very quickly. Any kind of she didn't. She was <clears throat> losing tons of weight. I think any kind of food-based diet or exercise alone, you're going to plateau at some point. And you got to combine the two of them. 
you know, that's the only way I was able to lose any weight was if I started, I started running and I started, I still eat like crap most of the time for dinner because we eat out way too much, but like. Excessive masturbation. No, I start to chafe after a few days. Yeah. You look fantastic. (laughs) You can masturbate for days on end. You need to get that looked at. I mean, it's, yeah, it's supposed to be going a couple of, you know what, it's it's like five strokes and you should be done. But don't you guys think, like, some of it is, we talked about this a few episodes ago, like, what's a sign of poverty? Diet is a sign of poverty, you know, like, oh yeah, I grew up, we ate Salisbury steak, frozen Salisbury steak, Um, we ate uh, salmon out of a can, uh, which was one, I ain't hating. I'm just saying that ain't good. But <laughs> Salisbury steak is pretty good. I don't like gravy. It was rough, man. Of any kind. Remember TV <clears throat> dinners? Yeah. No, these about, were like but... the family size Salisbury steaks that we would eat. Yeah. Oh, and they yes. had that fucked up brownie in the TV dinner. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the, you were like, oh, or the cobbler. And then you ate it and you were like, oh, you're like that. What is this? And it like stuck always... in your teeth. My my mom would never buy like those hungry man dinners, you know. I always want to feed a hungry man. Oh, over a pound of food or whatever, you know. And then, um, but when we go on vacation, I could get them, and they were never very They're good. horrible. They weren't good, but 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 it was like it was the point that I was like, I get to eat them. But Grandma Lena shouldn't even say her name. She, scratch that. Yeah. Grandma, she uh, she was like, she would get anything <laughs> I wanted, you know, like like. You could just throw stuff in the cart, you know. I'd be like, "Grandma, get this for me." Um, she always had those frozen. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You get them from like Sam's Club, the chicken cordon bleus. Like, it's like a wrap. They're they No, it's like well, they had the chicken Kiev. Do you remember the chicken Kiev? Chicken chicken Kiev was like a chicken breast that was like hollowed out, and then when you cut into it, this butter and parsley just like rolled out Fuck of it. Yeah. And they were my. Yeah, and so the chicken cordon bleus were like basically the same thing they were they were but but they had ham and like a cheese sauce they just had a food gasm so you see this hollowed up yeah this hollowed up chicken breast you open it up and it just you know but like my mom would never buy me that sauce but my my grandmother always had the soft drinks you know she just she had a fridge dedicated to soft drinks you open it up just full of coke and diet coke um you know but diet coke is one of the nastiest substances on the face of the earth artificial sweeteners your body still reacts to them like they're sugar so like they're not even good for diabetics Mm -hmm. but um yeah well the we're talking about you were talking about um sierno you're talking about growing up i guess uh yeah or i look like i'm standing in front of the refrigerator with it open yeah yeah are you but um no (laughs) <laughs> we had we had it pretty good i mean i had it pretty good growing up but like i never appreciated my mom's cooking as a kid my mom was a really good cook but i didn't like anything i liked um like cheeseburgers and french fries i literally would not go to a restaurant if they didn't have cheeseburgers and french fries. like i was sarah knows like know, that was with chicken brat. yeah it's true although like i like the chicken that's the best for you like i don't like fried chicken <laughs> Now, Which don't be like if like you have boneless, I, I would eat boneless good. skinless chicken breast every day for dinner if I could with rice every when I lived day. when I lived in Daytona <laughs> there was this restaurant called Hamptons 
and they had good old fashioned Southern fried chicken. And it was, it, oh, it was the best chicken ever, but I've never had good fried chicken since then. Uh, I also think it's very, obviously diet is cultural as well. And we have like the, we have like the overarching American diet, which is like, I got food, I should eat it, you know? And then we have like our, you know, most of us are from a particular region where like, you just make food to be filling, you know, and the ingredients are, you, you use what you got, you know? <laughs> so. Well, the um, Food Inc. was the documentary version of, I can't remember the book, but they go through and one of the things they talk about is healthy, to try to eat healthy, a family of four, like the, and this is, gosh, this is eight or eight or nine years ago. Like he gave a percentage and it was over 60% higher than if you bought just the pre-processed foods that we're talking about. One, like, like I said, culturally, like my palate has not been attuned to eat healthy. You know, like I, I like burgers and hot dogs, you know, and bratwurst and I like stuff that's not good for me. I don't like asparagus and, you know, carrots. I just don't like this. Bratwurst is good. good. You know, there's nothing better than a jalapeno cheddar bratwurst. Like I'm just going to tell you right now, you know, like I eat like four of those. You like hot cheesy meat in your mouth? I do. I like it when it squirts. He always sure. has. But but the thing <laughs> is, like, I, and I get that, so, you know, like, because I, I was like that. Like, even though I was exposed to other things, like, I just, I wouldn't no. eat them, you know? And then, but, but it, you know, and I'm not going to tell you how to do it. You got to do you. But, um, which I know you do yourself all the time. <laughs> Somebody has to it. It's why his right arm's if, bigger if you, than his left one of the reasons but um you you <laughs> but you got to you always do the stranger you got to try stuff multiple times and you got to try it yeah. different ways too like i i've never liked salmon and i probably never will except sushi i like sushi salmon but um but see i like fish i love fish and i always think it's weird when um when a restaurant the only fish they have is it's salmon because i feel like salmon it's not fishy it tastes like yeah. salmon but it's but it's a controversial fish at best. And I think like it's, I'm sure it's, I'm sure. It was I'm on Maury sure last you know, week. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if you're going to have one fish on the menu, why not make it like a super mild, like white fish? I feel like, like tilapia. Is oh, it's always got to be about the whites. We always got to invite the whites yeah. in. Oh, why do you have white fish? Uh, <laughs> like, like, well, yeah, tilapia. And people talk shit about tilapia because it's like it's cheap and it's a bottom feeder or whatever. But I've been eating a bunch of catfish lately and scrimps. Speaking of, you have to watch out for shrimps because it'll mess your cholesterol up. Yeah, they're high cholesterol. (laughs) It's the good cholesterol, but um, no, but yeah, like I, it took me a long time, and I and I just started trying a bunch of shit, like and. And I tried a bunch of shit multiple times and eventually I liked it and cooking in different ways. Like, like I think if you put um, butter, garlic, salt, and pepper and olive oil on most things. Yeah. I think if you put butter, garlic, salt, and pepper on most anything, it'll be pretty good. Hold the olive oil for me. A a friend that um, went to culinary school and he said, the mark of a good chef is to be able to make something taste better without just adding fat or salt. Hmm. He, he's obviously not from the okay. south <laughs> he is but he lives in hawaii you can't now. throw no crisco on it and make it better you ain't a chef 
That's right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we we were in a store the other day and they had this thing. It looked like a butter container, but it was bacon fat. And I was like, oh, yeah. Did you start drooling I, immediately? I almost bought it just out of principle. Start drooling immediately. Think of your mom. Well, back, Drop well, like, I, mean, when you were, <laughs> I mean, when Chuck was a kid, I mean, somebody yelling at Santa. You got in trouble, I think. Child. No, it was, but when, uh, when Chuck was a kid, I mean, he's That's way true. older than us. Um, I mean, they always had the oh, yeah. on the yeah. on the on the my, mom on the had stove. a coffee can of bacon fat. You had to have one in the fridge. I don't know what they used it for, but it, it had to be everything. There. Like you, you know, you didn't have Pam where you could spray it in the pan. Whenever you were frying, that's what you used it for. And you yeah. fr- right. and, and you fried everything. This thing is vegetarian. There's no such thing as vegetarian because even if you're cooking vegetables, they. Yeah, right. bacon well, they were vegetarians, but they were hippies, and we sent them to Vietnam. That's right. <laughs> or Canada. No, no they, they sent themselves to Canada. I know this dude who was vegan, and he, he was way down south somewhere and went to a buffet, and the, the lady was around there. He's like, these green beans, is that, a, is that pork in the green beans? And she says, oh, no, honey, that's just bacon. <laughs> <laughs> which if you if you, I mean what yeah if you go to a buffet in the south and you're a vegan like yeah respect bro. though you know yeah. yeah come on bro right, pork I mean the thing the thing is though it's like um well I mean and not to yeah not hating on the woman for not knowing that bacon <laughs> is pork but um but yeah like I mean you know and I'm if you want to be vegan be vegan but you got to know exactly. where you are Read the room, bro. Read the room. Can't ex- <laughs> I I don't believe that everybody has to cater to everybody. Hell no. Like, and I do think that you're at a restaurant. You should, you know, like the customer's always right. Yeah, you know, you you have to make reasonable requests. It's like I can give you buttered noodles. <laughs> can't even have butter on them because it's because it's vegan. I can give you noodles with some olive oil. <laughs> like, if you go to a fish restaurant and order the chicken and complain because it ain't good, that's on you. <laughs> Hell right. Yeah. Yeah, or if you order, your, if you go to a steakhouse and you order your steak well done, yeah, that's on you. The steak <laughs> is tough. You had it cooked till it was shoe leather. Did I ever tell you about the time where I went to? Uh, I think I may have told you all this, but when I went to um, this this Japanese steakhouse we used to go to all the time, and this guy, he uh, first of all he brought his own tomato, which in and of itself was just odd, but it was funny. Like, cause they don't put tomato in a salad. He likes tomato in a salad. So he cut up some tomato. Put it in. Good on him. But, you know, that, that in and of itself, that was just a little funny, but, but he ordered filet and scallops, but he wanted it all burnt. So he wanted it cooked to death. My, my question is why order a filet if you want it cooked until it's like, sh- cause first of all, filet doesn't have the most flavor. It's mm-hmm. not known. It's supposed to be the most mm-hmm. tender cut. Right. So, you're buying you're 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 just paying extra money to get shoe rubber like i mean you could have thrown anything you should on, get a you cube steak a hockey puck on it you should have just given him a hockey puck if that's what he wanted hmm. you know like it just didn't it didn't make sense like why spend 25 dollars for the filet when you can get the you know the strip steak for 19 and uh you know whatever but it's anyway i don't know i just thought that that was ridiculous like <laughs> Eating steak well done is ridiculous in and of itself. To get a filet and cook it to steak. Fuck. I will say I'm a I'm a I mean, medium well guy. I just I can't 
like the blood and the juice and stuff is too much for me. Well, here's what I would tell you, Cyrano. Go to medium because I'm so, <laughs> I'm a medium rare guy, but I used to be, but I was, but I, but my problem is like with medium rare, you get to the point where it's you got to be careful because you lose that meaty texture. And I'm sure that you're a texture guy. You want you want it to taste like beef. You want your steak to to have some some texture to it. You don't want it to be super soft and mushy in your mouth. And that's what happens when you get a rare steak. Rare steak. Is, but if you go to medium, you're gonna have a hot pink center. And it's, it's so it's it's going to be hot. It's going to be pink, and it's not going to be bloody. It's and not going to be gross. The key is really the bloody grossness, dude. If it's if it's mm. like right, it's gonna it's just gonna be it's just gonna be pink. It's gonna be and it's gonna be, but you're not gonna it's not gonna be dried yeah. out. I, you know, because you get to medium well or medium, you get to medium well or well done, and you're just drying out your steak. Trust I lived. Me, uh, trust me. Go to a decent place and cook it to medium. I lived like toward it. west of here, one one year, <laughs> and I lived with a dude who worked at a meat processing plant and he came home with some steaks one time that were literally mooing earlier that day. And we had them blue rare, which is you basically just sear the outside. That's how my grandma liked them. Grandma was telling you that gets everything. I'll tell you real quick. Hold on one second. I think Chuck is in a coma. He has, he has, he has strokes. Oh, he moves. He moves. He's, good. He's good. He strokes out. He's good. But uh, catatonic. But um, and that blue okay. shit was good. He's having a stroke of he's having a Bell's palsy thing. It's <laughs> only half of his. Face yeah, is which crazy. is funny because I was talking to my wife this week. My mother had Bell's palsy, and I think my I think did. I have a droop already starting. Oh, yep. But you don't notice it when I'm wearing my glasses. It's a because it's your balls. <laughs> no, no, they're on the mantle. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say they've been drooping a long time. Pull them around to make a belt. So um, we've been talking about weight loss for a long time. This is, then we this just is, got into like uh, guys, shit that's good. Like, oh man, you know what's good? <laughs> See, my well, ice so, cream is what kills me. I just tried some keto ice cream though. I bought some the other day. Oh, it was it was not good. Is it Halo Top? No, no. I, I can get by on that Halo Top stuff. Halo Top's okay, but I can taste the artificial sweetener in it. Just give me the full fat, yeah. man. So, um, anybody got anything else? The keto, the keto ice cream was like eating. It was almost buttery. No. It was just icky. Not Ugh. that. I'm just kidding. I got to know. Um, do you have another do. topic? Do you trust okay. the government? <laughs> Somebody recently was maybe commenting. Maybe we should narrow the scope somewhere. of our topic. <laughs> yeah. Someone was, uh, they posted a thing like, you know, they posted like an onion article or something. And the, the dude comments like, man, good on the onion. Like they have to work really hard to make anything satire now. And I said, no, you just make it federal government does literally anything positive for people. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good onion article. True. True. The, uh, <laughs> what did you say? I just, Sorry. I distracted myself with the kids project. I, I just searched Florida man and then hit I'm feeling lucky and then put government in there. <laughs> Take Florida man back out and put governor in. And it, yeah. One of the podcasts I regularly listen to uh, Shat the movies. They do reviews of 80s and 90s movies, which is, you know, right up my alley. Hey, 
No, no free plugs here. No, uh, they have started doing, and I don't listen to it because I don't have it, but Twitch. They do a live stream on Twitch, I think on Tuesday nights, but it's called Florida Man. <laughs> and I, t- I totally want to listen to it, but I don't have a Twitch account because, you know, I'm old. Use your kids' Twitch account. That's yeah. weird. I don't want to know what they're looking at on Twitch. A Twitch. Yeah, Twitch uh, d- doesn't let you do anything bad. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe I'll go to Twitch account then. Just because that's the only fans. I mean, that's got to be good stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, I do. I have a topic. If, if we're well, not go my, with it, do you trust the government topic? My, my, well, my question came up because I've been listening to Andrew Yang's podcast. And that was something they talked about today is, do you trust the government? And then what is that, what is that doing to us by not trusting the government? Because most people will say, I don't trust the government. So it was just on the front of my forehead. (laughs) Yeah, it was right in the brain right there. Like a mushroom tattoo? No, no, no. Oh, sorry. Let me, let me tilt the screen up. That wasn't wrong forehead. (laughs) Okay, fire away, Cyrano. Uh, mine is semi-lighthearted. Um, I was thinking about this. I don't know why, um, but I can kind of tell you why. Um, what is your childhood boogeyman? <clears throat> and this is this is like a serious topic amongst me and my brother, my youngest brother, and my cousin, because our grandmother was crazy. Like she was insane. And, like, to make us go to bed and stay asleep and stuff and stay in the bed, she would tell us, like, that people lived in her house. So there was a dude named, like, no, this is legit. So there was a dude named Michael who lived in her her fireplace. And, like, the bed that we slept in when we were staying all night, we were all, like, little kids, you know, so we would just share this bed. Michael lived in the fireplace, so if your ass got up out the bed, Michael's going to get you, you know? Yeah, Grandma was crazy. And then it it was a dude in the basement which was this creepy, like, dungeon, unfinished basement. Like, it looked like something out of Saw. I can't even describe it to you, right? But it was a dude named Grover who lived in the basement. And if you went down in the basement, you'd get killed. So what made it even weirder, though, was Grandma's house was in disrepair. So next to the basement was this bathroom that we all had to use all the time. So we would, you would go to the bathroom, and you would be peeing, and it was a hole in the floor, and you could see in the basement. So the whole time you're peeing, you ain't looking at the toilet. You're looking in the hole to make sure Grover's ass ain't coming up to get you. How many times did you pee in the hole instead? None, man. Grover would get mad and come get you. You ain't peeing oh, on Grover. Really? Oh, I totally would have. You, you did not meet Grandma Spencer. She was crazy. No. And then, and then she also told us there was a, a mall that we lived by, which is not really a mall. Um. But she would tell us a story about like kids getting kidnapped and killed at the mall. So we had a lot of boogeymen in our childhood. So I didn't know if you guys had similar stories or things you were just frightened of as children. Um, or let me ask you this real quick: Has this given you lasting psychological? No, because I figured out when I was like ten, the grandma was crazy. <laughs> she full of shit. <laughs> at some point, I was like, "Grandma's crazy," and then at some point, we were pretty smart. We were like. That fireplace is blocked up. His ass ain't coming out the fireplace. <laughs> and plus, we started watching like Friday the 13th when we were like eight, and we were like, Look, Michael and Grover are nowhere as scary as Jason Voorhees. He's not. 
you know. And we <laughs> so, lived in the city, so Jason wasn't going to get us because, you know, he only hung out in Camp Crystal Lake. We live in the city. He ain't coming to the city, you know. I didn't go to Crystal Lake, you know. City boys do not go to the woods. It's a bad idea. I had uh, a recurring nightmare from my childhood that I still have to this day that I will still wake up in cold sweats from. And uh, it's going to sound stupid. (laughs) Even better. But when I was a little kid, you know, as Cyrano said, I read a lot of comic books and stuff like that. And I really was into comics and superiors and superpowers. And I had this dream that I had um, superpowers. To the mountaintop? And I could could, uh, teleport through uh, water. Like, you know, puddles of water and stuff like that and that's i could teleport through them and i was in my house and i heard the evil laughter of my arch nemesis but i couldn't find him and i opened up somehow i was for 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 some reason i went in the kitchen and i opened up the oven and there was the oven was this huge vast thing but there was a lot of strawberry pop tarts and then the icing on the strawberry pop tarts coalesced into this big bad monster. <laughs> so pop tart monster. <laughs> so I take off running through my house down the hallway from the kitchen to my uh, parents' room, and it was like the longest hallway in the world. Like it just kept going and kept going and kept going, and I was freaking out. And there was no water, so I couldn't teleport away. And so I dash into their uh, bathroom and their their uh, their bedroom to go to their bathroom because I'm like, there's got to be water in there. And I get in there and I uh, the monster's like blasting through the door as I pull up the lid of the toilet and see there's water and teleport through that water. Well, that takes me to the giant rainstorm, and I'm in this giant rainstorm falling. And then right because of my teleportation powers, the frosting monster follows me. And it's, so I'm falling and it's falling down with me and I have nowhere else to teleport to. And that's when I wake up. And I've had that recurring nightmare since I was like six. And I'll have it every couple of years and I'll wake up in a cold sweat as if I was getting ready to die. Have you, have you, have you aged in your No, dream? not at all. No, it's exactly the same. <laughs> so not quite a boogeyman but what i gathered weird. from that was you and i had radically different childhoods <laughs> <laughs> that's what i got from that my, my grandmother my grandmother she um she, she was she was crazy too but she she was cool she would always threaten to like when you would piss her off she always threatened to me she's like i'm moving to california <laughs> Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. She's like, I'm moving to Alaska. We never, we never took that seriously because my grandmother was like, she, she had a pool, and she used to, like, tan. She just lay out and tan. She couldn't swim. She was like four foot eleven, crazy Jewish lady. She, uh, but she, her skin would get so dark that people would mistake her for a black woman. Like that's, like she just. Was her hair so frosted too? It more or less. Well, I have to show you pictures, but um, she, she would she would like, you know, get pissed and say, I'm going to move to, I'm going to move to Alaska. We didn't, didn't really take that threat seriously. Cause I was like, you can't tan in Alaska. <laughs> um, but 
California, which you don't, when she was about to move to California, I was like, uh oh, you really did piss her off. Um, no, but back to the boogeyman thing. Like, I, I didn't really have one either. Like, I watched all kinds of scary stuff. Like, um, and I never really had nightmares, but I did have this recurring dream. You know, like it was silly, like like uh, the docs, but um, and it and it should have been scary, but it was like surreal and weird. So speaking of my grandma, she had the pool and Jaws was in the pool. This was my dream. Jaws was in the pool and my dad was like, it's okay. He was like really calm about it. It's like, it's okay. We got to get out, get out of the pool. And he goes, he gets, he gets eaten by Jaws. Oh. It's like, but he was, always, he was real cool. Like the whole time. It's like, nah. it's like, like Quinn in, uh, in, in the movie Jaws. He was like real chill. Like, oh, it's a shark. It's a big deal. He's like, then he's getting eaten by the shark. And that was a little less cool but my dad the whole time he just took it like a chance he's like i guess i'm getting my shot and um my mom came out and stabbed him in the head with a kitchen your, knife your, your dad, dad. he's already gone yeah. okay the shark just, and he killed him killed, killed it, jaws, almost, killed jaws it almost took a twist knife. there and you know like i was worried <laughs> but go ahead well i had to put him out of his misery my dad he was suffering she was like i'm gonna stab him in the head <clears> with the kitchen now so she stabbed the shark <clears throat> in his head and that was it. Like, and I would, um, I would wake up, but I don't, I don't know. I don't understand this. So, but it wasn't like a nightmare. It was just weird. It's like my dad's getting eaten by jaws in my grandmother's pool, and my mom take him out with a kitchen knife. So you know, um, but I just, I remember as a kid, my mom was like, "This is the sharpest kitchen knife." So I guess she had gotten the sharpest. I had a few things where I was like <laughs> weirded out by them, like uh, the things in the dark crystal weirded me out when I was little. But then uh, in the early '80s. It was there was a bunch of shit like watch out for kidnappers. Oh yeah, a, I remember that. And there was a TV movie. It was so hard to pick up kids then. Yes, there was a TV <laughs> movie. I think it was called something like I know my name is Ryan or something like that. Yeah, and, you remember that? Yeah, and like we walk. Uh, yeah, and uh, we watched it even as like a family or something. It's like this kid gets kidnapped when he's you know seven or eight or something and grows up in a whole separate life because they never find him until like you know decades later and he's calls the kidnapper guy his dad now and it's it's pretty fucked up and then i was in second grade i i rode my bike to school uh all the time and one morning i'm riding my bike to school and i see this like van uh in my neighborhood and i see the dudes like pointing towards me or something and it I get the heebie-jeebies from it. I think they're about to kidnap me. Now, this is where I was a fucking idiot. I got off my bike and started running to school and sat there the entire day, freaked the fuck out that I almost got kidnapped and didn't tell anybody until the end of the day when I like had to be like, you're going to have to have me picked up because somebody's trying to kidnap me. Did you get your bike back? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was then I'd left it in the neighbor's yard and they were like, Oh shit, it's one of the neighborhood kids' bike and put it in this fence and it was all good. But like everyone was trying to kidnap you back then if it was crazy. You lived out in the middle of nowhere and they found a dead body about a quarter mile from the house. That was an exciting summer. We weren't allowed to play outside of our yard and we lived on thirty acres at the time. So it wasn't very effective as a rule. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> huh. but in theory we could get back to the house if somebody just showed up 
You're a little fleeter afoot than than now, huh? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> huh. Hmm. Well, are we? Uh, are, I feel like we're at the bitch please part of the evening. I think we are. It's getting fairly late. Yes, I think we are. Well, um, going to pause for a second while we uh, insert the bitch, please. Mm-hmm. Bitch, please. Okay, I, that was a I, good one. Oh, I feel like it was inserted well. It was, and uh, deeply. I mean. De- deeply and smoothly hugely and hugely tremendous tremendous it's tremendous I, I really <laughs> felt like it was I super was, duper actually is the new super duper we have a super duper missile <laughs> super duper tremendous insertion I, I i felt like you were also tank, you were also reaching around and whispering in my ear at the same time but you inserted that absolutely um, what he gave you a reach around when he was inserted <laughs> So I'm going to start with the bitch, please. Bitch, and please. This this is oh, driven me up the quick, wall. Real quick, though, Chuck. Real quick, I just want to say it was very courteous of Taint to give you the reach around while he was inserted. Oh, so it was. See, I think that's the kind of relationship we have with Taint now. Absolutely. Is, is everything is just it's it's come on people now. Smile on your brother, everybody. Come that, on I, people. Sorry, I guys. love coming on people. I, I immediately yeah. started rapping and freestyling. Um, <laughs> so. And you came all Yeah, over. yeah. Anyway. We'll not have any gay jokes here. Come on, guys. <laughs> so, you know, the right, absolute worst thing about the Zoom meetings that I'm having to do for work right now, this isn't my bitch, please. This is just another thing. So it used to be every now and then we'd all, you know, meet in the room and play bingo and y'all play bingo. Right. But it's so hard to, you know, when you're in a room full of guys and every, you know, they put the cookie out in the middle of the floor and everybody has to (laughs) jack off on it. And, you know, and hopefully you're not the last guy to say bingo, you know, that's called wet biscuit. I believe. Oh, we always called it bingo. Okay. Uh, what they did with I thought that was bukaki. Yeah. No, no, that would be bukuki. And uh but it's so hard to do now. Uh because when we meet on Zoom to do it at work, I mean it's impossible to not be the last guy to jerk off onto the cookie. <laughs> so yeah. I think that's why I've gained weight in quarantine. Yeah. But I digress. So Bitch, please. My bitch, please. So the other day, I was, I got in my car and I listened to a news channel on my way to work when I drive to work. So it's like perpetually when I get in the car, that's the first thing that comes on. Um, and it was unfortunately a conservative commentator. <coughs> and they were talking to someone who somehow is in the White House or whatever. And they said, oh, and President Trump gets tested every day for COVID-19. To which I scream at the at the radio, bitch, please. He's the most expendable one. Why are we testing him every day? Absolutely. 
it's like a, such an incredible waste of resources. Everything has been so incredibly mismanaged. Why are we rewarding him? So that's my pitch, please. And well, but the thing is, like, it's just a, it's a waste. I mean, it's a waste of a it's a waste of a resource of a test of a that, cotton swab. Right, but it's it, but because um, ultimately, like, if he has it. And they're testing him every single day. I mean, if he does have, like, I don't know, the test is just going to reveal it. It's not going to prevent him from, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. But well, then they and, can quarantine him. But that's what he said, though, is he won't quarantine himself. No way. Think no that? way. No, but, he, but he said, he said, the tests, the testers was revealing, you know, the tests are revealing all the cases. If we just, if we're not doing all these tests, then it, so it's, that's what's making us look bad is the tests. Yeah. The yeah. Tests are making us Which, sadly, he's not wrong. Yes, the tests are revealing that a bad thing is happening. You are correct. Yeah, eat a right, cookie really, and sit in the corner. But, By the way, I jacked off on that. <laughs> but obviously, if if you don't test, it doesn't mean that the disease goes. Somebody <laughs> in the administration or something came down with it, and he was like miffed. He's like, "This person gets tested every day, and it's always negative. Like, what the fuck?" Yeah. Well, and then why would you test every day? That's the part that doesn't make sense to me. Maybe once a week. Yeah, every yeah, I could see once a week. Because it's a four, 14 to 21 day incubation period. Well, putting that long oh, cotton swab in your no. urethra must get really no, sore, not. you know? <laughs> no, I, I, I test I put, myself almost daily. I, I put oh. mine in my drill so it'll spin faster. <laughs> I just don't want to think about that. Like, uh, yeah, that's 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 a certain kind of porn. I definitely can't get into. Uh, she's not. They do have. There's there's like people putting like like the the you know the things that on the comb. You know, like into. Your, oh, your I comb. thought you were talking about Trump porn. Because yeah, I can't get into that either. I definitely can't get into that either. Um, although his wife's pretty good looking. She's not. She's uh, not. You don't think no. so? You don't think? I don't so? think she's his wife. Yeah. I think that's fake news. I think she's his beard. I think he. Oh, what if he's gay? And he's, he's been his daughter. He's uh, definitely had sex with Ivanka. I. Well, I mean, no, Ivanka's not not too bad to look at, honestly. Then, then, then you have to prosecute most of Appalachia. And, I well anywhere in the deep south, so to speak. And yeah, I mean, so I'm not, I'm not going to throw that rock because there's too many windows that will have to break on that one. Uh, and Epstein um, didn't kill himself. <laughs> I have a bitch, please. Bring it. You guys are ready. So this was, we were talking about this earlier, kind of, but the masks, um, people not wearing masks, but it's, you know, it's, it's about the fact that we as Americans are so entitled, you know, just, just so ridiculous entitled. Like I'm entitled. We're all entitled to a certain degree, but, but um, you know, and somebody mentioned this, you know, saying like our constitution is what makes us so great, but it's also going to be what kind of like takes us down, tears us apart. Um, but just the fact that like you think that, it's a violation of your rights and your freedoms to have to wear a mask if you go into a public space. 
Now it's one thing to like go on a walk with your family or whatever, but, and you don't want to wear a mask, that's fine. But if you, if you're going to go and enter a public space and you know, the, they're advising that you wear a mask or if the business owner or proprietor, what if they, if they say you need to wear a mask to come in and you throw a fit about it, like, I mean, it just get over yourself, just get the fuck over yourself. That's what it's about to me. It's like, you just, if it's like a do no harm thing, like, because regardless of what you really think, regardless of the fact that there's all these conspiracy theories out there and like, you know, like maybe, maybe it's not that big a deal. Maybe, maybe nobody, you know, maybe it's blown out of proportion. Maybe it really is blown out of proportion, but the bottom line is we don't know. And there was a prevailing theory or prevailing thought that this is a, a pretty deadly disease. And we do know that it, if you get it, you can get it when you're asymptomatic and pass it to other people and it spreads very, very quickly. And so if wearing a mask, because by wearing a mask, you're not, you're not keeping yourself safe. You're helping keep other people safe. So if everybody's wearing a mask, then you know, hopefully all these asymptomatic people are not passing it on to all these other people that may or may not have it. So it's, it's, just, it's just like a, again, a do no harm thing. And it's, it's so frustrating to me that people would, would, because even if it's the slightest possibility that would help, you know, that's all, that's all the incentive that I really need to like, you know, do the right thing or to, to care about somebody else or to show empathy or sympathy. Or have whatever. you seen any of the Karen um, like public freak out videos? No, but I, I, I've, I know what you're talking about. And, um, but I, one last thing I'll say just real quick about this. Like in other countries, like Asian countries in particular, they wear masks all the time. Like no, no epidemic. They don't, you know, they'll wear them, you know, first of all, they've got a smog problem, but it's not just that it's, you know, it's a courtesy. They like, if they don't feel well, they'll wear a mask because they don't want to pass on whatever sickness they have to other people. So it's just a courtesy. It's a, it's like a cultural thing, but we like freak the fuck out if we have to do it. And it's just, I just don't understand it. But yeah, I know what you're well, talking about. Like, I would I mean, venture to I'd say that like the same the same though. people who are trying to assert that a business owner doesn't have the right to make them wear a mask kind of bullshit, I bet are the same people who support a baker refusing to bake a cake for a gay person. But but does does the business owner have the right to refuse service if you're not wearing a shirt and pants or whatever? Like no shoes, no shirt, no service? Now, apparently you can go in with I'm going to test the shoes, limits but, of that this week. But it's, but you know, like a private You just can wear a mask, that, nothing else. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing a mask. But, um, but it's like a friend of mine posted some sort of meme on Facebook. It also doesn't say where it, you have to wear the mask. So just wear the mask over <laughs> your penis. Yeah. There you go. Well, I saw this video of a woman who had cut a hole in her mask over her mouth and her face, over her mouth and her nose. So she's wearing like one of those blue surgical masks, but the, there was there was a hole in the mouth and the nose. And like this like clerk where she goes in like a gas station or whatever, he's like, "Where'd you get a mask like that?" He's like, "Oh, I, I can't, um, you know, I, I I can't breathe very well with an arm. They make us wear it, so I, I just did this." He's like, well, that's really cool. I, I think uh, I might do that tomorrow. He was kidding me. He was fucking with it. But it was just 
so ridiculous. Obviously, there's no point wearing the mask if you're not going to. My, cover your my mask. favorite stupid pandemic thing that I've heard about uh, is one of our friends texted us, and they were at the gas station, and one person was sitting in the car with the mask, and the other other person uh, came out came out, handed over to the top of the car uh, a couple of packs of cigarettes to the person. They pull out a Lysol wipe or some kind of wipe, wipe down the cigarettes to open them up, move the mask, and light the cigarette. To which I'm like, I think the ship has sailed on your choosing good health choices because we have right. empirical data that says you're killing yourself by smoking. <laughs> right. Well, it's like when I see uh, when I see somebody smoking a cigarette, but they've got the uh, they've got the breast cancer awareness yeah. thing. I was like, well, I guess we don't care about lung yeah, cancer. Yeah. So. Um, you can't care yeah, about so everything, it, it, man. You just can't. I get it, yeah. but it's but I just this is it, bitch. Please get over yourself. Get the fuck over yourself. You know, if you, if you wear a mask, you know, it's not that big a deal. It's not going to hurt you. And if, and you know, if it helps somebody, if it makes them feel better. You know, that's what it's all about. Like I mean, you know, you as part of being an American, that's why we have these this um, you know like that's why we have the freedoms that we have because you know, part of that is to do no harm, is to, you know, like, I don't know, like, freedom are free, motherfucker. Just, it's, it just drives me Darno, you got a bitch, please? I do. Mine's not nearly as uh, entertaining or creative. Mine is just uh, Moscow Mitch, you know, who once again is acting like a, a cunt rat. Moscow Mitch. You know, uh, he came out this week and said that Obama left no plan whatsoever for the pandemic. That's not true. <laughs> you know, there's actual documentation that there is a plan. And then to make himself even a bigger cunt rag, he didn't apologize. He just said, eh, I was mistaken. You know, dude's been in the Senate for 37 years. He's worth $25 million. He just absolutely does not have the interest of any of his constituents at heart. Mm-hmm. He's just a fucking cunt. But they're the ones that got rid of the fucking... the. Endemic response, dudes. Yeah, yeah the, they got rid of almost got, every bureaucratic attempt to manage a pandemic, and then ignored the plan. Um, so he's my bitch, please. And you know, even extended further to the Democratic Party. You know, they get a bitch, please too, because we're fucking running Amy McGrath. There's nothing special about her. She was an Air Force pilot who is not a badass. Like I would think, an Air Force pilot, you'd be like, "Fuck yeah, we're voting for her." She fucking flew planes. But when you hear her talk, you're like, no, I'm good. You know, I'm good. So he's going to win again. He'll be in charge of the Senate again. He'll continue to push what is basically a corporate agenda again while making himself rich again. And R- RBG's going to croak before in the next four years. Yep, and he'll, well. fuck us, and he'll fuck us out of another Supreme Court se- uh, seat. We, and uh, then it will lost. be the hands made ta- Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, we lost our boy Chuck T. We did. Well, my he'll if he comes back because and my I think my bitch please is is a good one to end on because it's a little more personal. Um, we've all been home a lot here lately. We cook a lot in the McDaniel house, and uh, I have been eating the shit out of spicy stuff and like in an increase and shit in an increasing lot. rate. And bitch, please, my butthole, like shitting is a fucking nuclear event 
<laughs> every time right now and it's fucking crazy i love spicy shit but like every day every shit is like a fucking i don't know it's like lava coming out of my butthole so your bitch pleases to you I guess butthole. I don't know. Maybe my butthole. Butthole, please. Butthole, it's a butthole, butthole, please. butthole, please. Oh, uh, Chuck, I was saying my bitch, please, was that I've been eating crazy amounts of very, very spicy stuff lately, and my butthole is just on perma fire. <laughs> it really is. It's the truth. I'm not making that up. <laughs> Remember, you can get my album COVID nineteen. I dropped it to. Uh, YouTube, it is hotter than your fever on COVID-19. It is killer. It is, it will make you more happy than a uh, Trump denauguration. It will, <laughs> uh, it's- That's yeah. a good word. You gotta denaugurate that motherfucker. <laughs> Somebody will believe that's a thing. You can't start that. <laughs> I'm tweeting that. <laughs> yes, yes, please do. Inaugurate now. <laughs> so, oh, uh, listening this week, I started listening to An Andrew Yang's. Uh, this is our goodbyes. We'll each say what we're listening to. Uh, started listening to An Andrew Yang's podcast. Uh, it was it was fascinating. I recommend starting with the Ken Jeong one, personally, or 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 the one with um, what was her name. The reporter lady, Barbara Walters. Good one. Baba yeah. Wawa. Hello, I'm Baba Wawa. <laughs> what are you listening to? <laughs> and then say goodbye. Uh, you got me on to Yang as well. Yang Yang. And I actually, and I listened to a pretty interesting. It's uh, Elon Musk on Rogan the sequel. Uh, we'll get into that maybe next time. Bobby, got anything new? And your goodbye. Mm, not really but no I, i'm still listening to um conan o'brien wrong you're gonna podcast. start listening to andrew yang tomorrow <laughs> okay. oh! and uh i listen to <laughs> i listen to a lot of npr lately Good man uh yeah well just i don't know like I, i've been designated i don't know if i told you all this i've been designated the covid19 czar at my work so i gotta stay on top of holy the shit the dog just out. scared the hell out of me i couldn't because i'm sitting in a dark room <laughs> i didn't know the dog was in here the dog is black the dog just <laughs> <laughs> yawned and it freaked me the hell out you thought it was a pop tart monster Why's it gotta be black? oh yeah, my right. gosh <laughs> Cyrano, what what are you listening to uh i'm listening to ironically an npr uh, podcast called through line and it's where they go back and re-examine re historical events I've only listened to a couple of them, but one was on the Iranian Revolution and basically how we screwed the pooch. Nerd. Uh, the States. Yeah, you know, I nerd out. It is what it is. Uh, but it was fun. It was interesting. We basically overthrew a guy who they loved, and then we were like, why are you pissed at us? You know? I, okay, there will be a quiz on the Andrew Yang podcast up to the date. Okay. Um, because I'm going to become a teacher by next time. Um, there is a teacher shortage, and who better to lead young minds than Reverend Dr. N.C. Chuck T. Esquire. By the way, don't forget to listen to my album. And we're out of here. Deuces. <laughs>